If you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place, at the wrong, at the right time, let me say it one more time. If you actually think I was the right gay guy at the right time, then you're a bigger delusional bastard than I thought you were, McMahon. This is Justin, Jersey number 14. And I'm Corey, Jersey number 72. Welcome to the first of, a, of an avenue we're going to travel down on this podcast. There is obviously infinite avenues to explore. This is going to be the first in which we look at a specific team. And when I woke up this morning, the salty Flyers fan in me is super Zoloft egg depressed that the first team we're doing this with is the fucking New York Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, ladies and gentlemen, it's been years in the making and when I say years in the making, I mean today. Years in the making today. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get this together. Uh, pleasure to have the one and only. He's a radio legend. He has great young man's hair. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my, my friend Mike Powers is here to talk New York Islanders with us. Oh, yeah. What's, what an introduction. Thank you so much for uh, introducing my hair separately. <laughs> I just got it cut today, and uh, I was looking. It was good. I was kind of letting myself go a little bit. And then uh, today we talked after this year in the making, and I decided to look nice for you today <laughs> for this beautiful podcast, for this beautiful um, New York Islanders discussion. I am so sorry about the Philadelphia Flyers. It's so fun to say as a fan, the future is so bright for your team, and you guys got nothing but good things to look forward to. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I feel the same way, too. What, what a series that was. Holy shit. It was. Man. It was. And, you know, I, I, it, it's funny, man, because going into it, you know, we're the two best defensive teams in hockey remaining in the playoffs. Mm. And it's just – it's yeah. Barry Trotz is so damn good, and this is the reason why uh, – Justin, if I go long here, tell me to shut up. <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's go. No, so, after everything we just went through, right, right. we're going to talk. <laughs> we are getting conversation in. So, yeah, Barry Trotz. And this is why when Barry Trotz left Washington, we suddenly became now we're able to beat the Caps because his defensive system is so damn good. And we it, yeah. it, it stymied the hell out of us, man. It did. And our defense just looked just completely shat all over itself against you guys. Barzal is phenomenal. Anders Lee is damn good. I mean, you know, and all kidding aside, man, hats off to you guys because you deserved it. You earned it. And, you know, look, man, I, I would have much rather seen the Isles as opposed to the Pens, the Caps, the same shit. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt really good as a, a lifelong Islander fan. And Justin's known me a very, very long time. And I have, uh, I have been with his team my entire life. I have not missed a game as far back as I can remember. I mean, I remember sneaking into bars when I first moved here at like 15 years old, 16 years old. And I, I was going with Bobby Fresh. We used to go watch the Isles games at this place called Winners. And we would be sitting at the bar. And I remember going at it with a Rangers fan across, <laughs> across the bar. And at the end of the game, we're, we're sitting there eating hamburgers and French fries. And the guy's like, hey, good game, guys. He bought us a beer. And from that point on, we were drinking beer inside this place, <laughs> watching New York Islander games. And uh, it was amazing. And then the invention of the satellite dish, and my yeah. life was really complete. I was, I was finally at peace with living in Virginia and uh, being able to watch every New York Islander game I can. And there's been a lot of misery, but this has been a hell of a turnaround. Barry Trotz is an unbelievable coach. And, uh, and this isn't a knock against Washington. But guys like Ovechkin needed a Barry Trotz yep. to make him a two-way player, a two like 
Yep. I think not just constant offense, but defense. If you look at the Islanders' numbers in the past, offensive guys, they've dropped off a little bit. I mean, not like dropped off the planet, but they've dropped off to sacrifice their own personal well-being and numbers for the good of the team. And when that happens, and it rarely happens in professional sports these days, it's beautiful. And it's so hard, so hard to hate a team like that. And I could say it because I'm an Islander fan, but I, I, <laughs> I really believe that a lot of people in the league, and there were, believe me, there were the haters calling us boring. Meanwhile, we've scored, we scored more goals than any, any team in the playoffs this year. But how could you not root for a team like this? I mean, I remember growing up watching the playoffs without the Islanders in it, and there'd always be a team kind of like this that would be, you know, they'd go on this little run, and I would get excited for them. So yeah, like, oh, that's man. why I hope wins. And I and I felt like maybe the Islanders were that team this year, but who the hell knows? It's over now until <laughs> December. But it, yeah. was, it was so fucking amazing. What what a good feeling, and and at the right time too yes. to have hockey, yes. to have a good playoff run. I mean, to have the Flyers go as far as they did after all these years, too. Oh, it was to a dream, a dude. great defense. To have yep. an unbelievable young goalie. Finally. You know, hockey, uh, it was just, it was perfect. It was perfect. It's exactly what what we needed. Agree it, 100%. It could have been worse. You could be a Devs fan like me. <laughs> I, was, I was spoiled in my younger days, and now it's nothing but garbage. Karma's I come mean, around to collect. Yeah. Justin, I mean, same thing. I mean, I was... Uh, four, five, six, like seven years old when the Islanders last won the Stanley Cup. And I remember, you, you remember being a little kid with these delusions of grandeur, like, holy shit, life's going to be great. My team's going to be awesome forever. Forever. And, yeah, forever. And for a very long time, they were like the last great American dynasty yeah. before yep. uh, the Patriots kind of did their thing. But, um, it wasn't. It wasn't the it, case. It we wasn't went 23 to be. years without winning a playoff series. We went 27 years without making it to an Eastern Conference final, and I don't even want to go over. I, the, the, I'm done with the math. I'm just excited for the future, yep. and uh, I'm excited to talk Islanders gear. I I was going through. I think I sent you a picture, Justin. I yeah. was going through my shit, and I'm embarrassed. Like I'm embarrassed <laughs> that I have some of this stuff. I thought. I was getting rid of things, and I I have piles upon piles of thread. Is there is orange and blue, <laughs> and a little bit of teal in there too? Of course, red. has to be, has <laughs> to be. Islander stuff. Is there a Ziggy Palfy in there? No, you know what? There, there, <laughs> there isn't. There isn't. But I did have a screen printed Zygmunt Palfy jersey that my dad got for me. Yes. And over the years, the numbers peeled off. Yeah. And I, I might have it in the pile, but you could see the outline of the numbers <laughs> still. Like, that's that's how much I hang on to this stuff for and uh, or how long I hang on to this stuff for. It's it's pretty cool. So before we, we dive into the, to your closet here, your aisles closet, I, I yes. would like to know, how much did the gear play into you becoming an Islanders fan? Is it more so convenience of where you're where you're from, or or you go, hey, look at these colors. This team is great. I want I want in. I uh, I became an Islanders fan because back in the day, you know, the Rangers were how do I say like the evil empire. They were They're the, the Yanks. Yep. They were the team, you know, they mm -hmm. were the team in New York. They're the ones that spent all the money. They were had all the flash. They had everything. And the New York Islanders, when you were younger, 
they were guys that not only played hockey in the community, they hung out in the community. Oh. They also worked in the off season in the community. And uh, it's interesting because there was there used to be a player um, on the Islanders, Dale Henry, and my dad knew him through like work. And my <laughs> uncle Michael knew him through work. And they would hang out, you know, they would hang out together. And that's how embedded the New York Islanders were in the community. So automatically, okay, I'm a young kid. They're winning all the time. They went to five straight Stanley Cups, won 19 straight playoff series. That'll never, I don't care who you would never happen again. Yep. I mean, I don't say never because it probably will, but <laughs> not in our lifetime, man, with the salary caps and, right. and people just jumping ship all the time. It was amazing to see, but it was also the guys. The guys were just just cool. I, I remember it was a Bobby Nystrom, and I have my Bobby Nystrom jersey and shirt in a pile <laughs> here somewhere. But uh, he's Mr. Islander, number 23. He scored. Jeez, I keep bringing the Flyers back into this. I'm sorry. I know. The he 1980 Cup. I know. Game six overtime <laughs> goal for the Islanders' first Stanley <laughs> Cup. Against Pete Peters, yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tonelli, John Tonelli to Nystrom. And they scored, won the first of four Stanley Cups. And um, and from that point on, you know, he's a folk hero. He's a legend. He never left Long Island. You know, he's been there. He's been there the whole time. And I remember being at an Islander Ranger game in New York City. And my uncle and I were leaving. The Islanders lost. It, they lost like three to two. Big fight at the end of the game. I remember walking through Penn Station. And it was just nasty at the time when we were kids. And uh, just, you know, fights everywhere. It was just gross. <laughs> and, and it was cool, you know. And I walked by, and both my uncle and I at the same time go, holy shit, Bobby Nystrom. <laughs> Bobby Nystrom kind of talks like Ric Flair a little bit. I don't yes! Know. He's, like, hey, uh, he's like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, like low down Ric Flair. You know, like when Ric Flair is like, let me tell you something here, Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> so that's like the Bobby Nystrom voice. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? Fucking Rangers, man. This team, it's unbelievable. I mean, these fucking guys. And, uh, and he's sitting there talking to us like a fan. <laughs> and I, my mind is blown. And I'm like, Bobby Nystrom. I'm poking at his trench coat. <laughs> this guy is, he's, this is real. This is really happening. And I, I, just, I just remember every situation with meeting these guys, being around these guys, watching these guys. It, it was always a, a real tight-knit community. And there was always somebody on the team willing to keep that going. And the thing I love now, especially since John Tavares flew the coop for Toronto, uh, <laughs> I, the team decided, like, hey, you know what? Everybody's written us off. We're still a tight group of guys. We still look out for each other, and they do. And that's like that's how they got there. They didn't get there because yep. of look at us on paper. They got there because of I got your back. You know what? Johnny Boychuk gets hurt. Andy Green and your boy Andy Green comes in. <laughs> Old ass Andy. Slides right in and plays unbelievable. Scores some big goals, makes some big plays. And, and that's what I love. That's what I love about hockey more so than any other sport. It really is a team game. And the people that play it really do appreciate the fact that they have this God-given talent. They work hard for it. And, and I, I really believe, for the most part, 80% of the league really does care about their fans and the team they play for, and especially the team we got right now. So like a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I can relate. I'm a Mets fan, so I remember 2000. I, I was In 2000, we had no business being in that series, the Subway series, 
But yeah. here we are. Bobby V coached him up. Let's get there. And it's it, there is something about, you mentioned before, like getting behind that team that technically doesn't belong there but is playing their asses off because they love the game. And and yeah. that's just – that's just stellar stuff. So what do, you, what do you guys think it is, though, like when you get to that point and, you know, you lose you lose that steam at the end? Is it like a relief that, oh, my God, we got there? Or is it just like we gave everything, we left it out there? And then, you know, I, I, I always wonder what that is, because don't you see that happening all the time with like Cinderella stories yeah. in sports? Getting squashed. They go and they go and they go and they go and it's like, finish it, finish it. And it's so hard to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think you just you got to hope that it doesn't. And I, I don't think it will with the Islanders for, for a number of reasons. A, Barry Trotz, as you said. B, you guys have so much young talent. But you just hope it doesn't go the way of – if we're going to stick with hockey, you hope it doesn't go the way of, you know, Ottawa a few years ago. They made it all the way to the conference finals, and they are a complete disaster now. The Sharks had a nice run. They're the same way. They're a disaster. I mean, if you look at it, even in football, you know, the Eagles a couple years ago. Yeah. It, damn, that Super Bowl was nice, but right now, how are we looking? You know what I mean? That Super Bowl's looking more and more like lightning in a bottle. I think when you have – like you said, I think you guys had something special, man. And me personally – I would have rather seen the Caps just as a Flyers fan than you guys in that series because it's a game of matchups and you guys were such yeah. a matchup problem for us. And there is that locker room dynamic that you guys seem to have that they did not. And I knew going in that you guys would present more of a problem than the Caps did, even though 90% of hockey fans are going to go, oh, the Caps would be tougher just because you look it on paper. But they don't play games on paper. I think, man, you have – when you have something like the Islanders did this year where you push, okay, we should not be – we should not – everybody else thinks we should not be this far, and you get that far. I think you kind of look forward now, especially with an abbreviated offseason somewhat. I think you look forward to December 1st because you go, okay, oh, yeah. we were so damn close, man. We were so close. Now we know going in, and the world knows what we can do. That They bought in. They know what we knew the entire time we bought in. And, yeah. you know, I i mean, again, I look for you guys to be, you know, very much in the conversation again this year. Yeah, I, I hope so. And I, and, I, and I believe so. And I, you know, I think finally for the first time in a very long time, we have people put in place to do a really good job, to do the best job. And they're, and, and I mean, isn't this the case for every single job in the entire world? You know, you hire somebody to do a job, let them do their job. And, and that's yep. the best part about our new, new owners. We have Lou Lamorello. Nobody's going to tell that guy what to do or how to do it. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's going to be in charge of that team until he's no longer a living human being. Right. Until Lou Lamorello <laughs> drops his body, he will be in charge of the New York Islanders. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and the same thing with a guy like Barry Trotz. You know, we had so many pushover kind of coaches. We needed somebody to come in there and say, hey, here, here's how we're playing. And if you don't want to buy into it, you don't have to play. Right. You, you, you look at a guy like Andrew Ladd. Uh, you know, you pay that guy $7 million. He was there to replace uh, like a Kyle Oposo when he left years ago. And he's been miserable. And he's, and he's actually, he's a guy with all this natural goal scoring ability, but has no idea how to fit into this system. So he, he barely played. And granted, you know, there's injuries too, but yeah, it's hard to work your way into a lineup that is working all the time. And to equate it to gear, because I know that's what this show is about. <laughs> if you look at four, if you look at four lines, 
I would be proud to get anybody on any four of those lines or any three defensive pairings than a seventh defenseman on the back of a jersey. I, I really, really would. And that's the cool part about gear. It's going, oh, my God, I can't believe you have a Casey Sezikis jersey. You have the first Noah Dobson jersey? No way. Yeah. So fun. And I, and I think that's the beauty of it. And then, for some reason, you hang on to these things forever. And you may, they may remain in the back of the closet for a really long time. But one day, you know, you go to a game 10, 12 years later, and you bust that out. And you go, you know, at the time, it, I'm, I was butthurt that that person left. But what a great memory. And, yeah. and that's the cool part about gear. It's so nostalgic. And it brings you back to a time and place where you're like, oh, my God, I was a kid. And I got that jersey yeah it's really fun it's really fun to think about so let's let's dive in man you you brought us there hell yeah uh i want before we get to like your favorites here i want to i want to take you back in time uh being being a lifelong islanders fan uh if you ask anybody around our ages uh there is a a time frame where there is an embarrassing islanders jersey i'll go get them (laughs) hang on (laughs) (laughs) say no more yeah I have a feeling he knows where we're going here. Yes. Yeah, we'll go back to 1995, the Gordon's Fisherman jersey. Yes. They took, uh, <laughs> they took a classic logo that, you know, the Dynasty logo. And I, I mean, not even because I'm an Islanders fan. I, I mean, I love hockey jerseys in general. I love yeah. the classic uh, hockey jerseys. But that logo should have never been changed. And at the time, it, it just hurt. But the funny thing is now, how time heals everything, boys. Uh-huh. Now, people are wearing the fisherman jersey. People <laughs> are wearing fisherman T-shirts. People are looking back at it and going, yeah, you know what? It was sucked, but I was there. I was a part of it, and I didn't go anywhere. Well, some of y'all went someplace. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. And let's let's take a look-see. It. This was uh, the first yes! one I ever There it is. Look at it right here. This is, I kept it blank. Because, you know, back then, guys didn't stay on the team for very long. Right. And, uh, and the numbers were very expensive at the time because uh-huh. a lot of teams, when they were changing jerseys, they weren't going with the box numbers. They had squiggly, weird numbers. <laughs> and let me, let me pull that one out for you so you can see the squiggly, weird numbers. Oh, by the way, here it is in blue. Yeah. Are those the this homes? Not, yeah, and this is not retro, but I got this the year they came out for Christmas. My mom got me one, and my dad got me one. Why'd you Why'd you guys go get yourself some divorced parents so you can get both the home and away jersey? <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to show I want to show you the numbers. Uh, there was a time where we had an unbelievable rookie. Yo, and he, had, he got he moved to Toronto. Got moved to Toronto. Got a really bad eye injury, but he was an unbelievable defenseman. And I got that jersey back in the day, Brian Berard. God, that's weird. Yep. And it was it was almost like a godsend at the time because they had the fisherman jerseys and then they had the third jersey which they brought back the original logo and they uh-huh. put it on the fisherman jersey. <laughs> there that is. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. Berard on the back, isn't it? Isn't it weird? That is really it's weird. A weird thing. It like didn't fit. It the didn't blues. Fit. Uh, yeah, I forgot they did that. The blues don't even match. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Maybe it's just this jersey from years of you know fading and washing and. And wearing and 
But you know, like I love this patch. Like, what a cool it is. What a cool little yeah, patch. You know, yeah. They were trying to embrace the part of Long Island where the rich people live, <laughs> and they never went to Islander games. It was the people who lived in the parts of Long Island where there's nothing but strip malls, <laughs> you know, and strip malls, houses, and schoolyards. That's who. That's Long Island. Those are the people that love the New York Islanders. It wasn't the people living out in Montauk. <laughs> you just mentioned that time heals all wounds. I remember these things being an embarrassment, these these Gordon's Fishermen's. They and, were. But I look at it now, and it's like, it's really not, it's not an awful jersey, at least not as awful as I remember it. Uh, no, no, it's 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 actually really sharp. It's It's just, you know, imagine taking, you know, the Flyers logo, which is also a classic, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a, you know, it, and and just going like, well, we're, what are we going to put? I mean, I don't even know what you a Liberty Bell. I, right. I don't even know what you put on it. That would be cooler. Than a, a hoagie. Fisherman. Yeah. But, you know, and, and it's not like all of Long Island was fishing. It right. <laughs> <laughs> isn't even I what gotta, I got to throw this stuff on the floor because I have I have no room up here. This is um here. I'm going to take you back to. A time that I think, like, for me, the Islanders were, I mean, I was watching all the time. I was uh, a little kid, and Pat LaFontaine was our star center. Mm. And uh, I loved, loved Patty LaFontaine. Like, you want to talk about just a, a awesome player, but an overall great guy, a nice guy who really em- embraced Long Island. But not only that, he, uh, he played for all the New York teams, yep. played for Buffalo. He's just as popular in Buffalo as he was for the Islanders. And unfortunately, he played for the Rangers, too, which really oh, bums me yeah, out. But yeah. I, I love him so much. But here's my... Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. yeah there's my old Pat LaFontaine uh, jersey. If you look at the inside, it's like a mascot. You see, like, the... Yeah. The oh, holes. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the old logos. And I have some jerseys from, like, Cosby Sports here and all that kind of stuff. So... And here's another one of these. <laughs> of that one's I can't believe you have more than um, one of those. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's really, it's really, really, it's really, really absurd. So what I want to do, hang on, I'm going <laughs> to some stuff over here for you guys. Hang on. He really does have like a corner full of just. Yeah, there is Islander I, it, sweaters ridiculous. everywhere. You don't even know down here <laughs> I have, a ma- I just want to be able to get to it. Oh, God. I don't even know why. You know, uh, Justin, you come over and clean this shit up. <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> I cannot believe I've, I've done this to my room, but this is really fun. I was really excited about this all day, and I didn't think it was going to happen with all the technical difficulties. So I want you to, like, and I don't know if you guys do this, too, as, as people that love gear. Sometimes when your favorite players leave and you already have every piece of your team's gear you could possibly buy, you know, I was such a big hockey fan that I decided my thing for a while uh, was to buy some of my favorite players from the New York Islanders, but buy their jersey on the team that they moved to. Oh, yep. all right. So I want to show you. And it's not like, uh, and I don't really wear them a lot. I just, for some reason, they're just so beautiful hockey jerseys because I wanted to have it. I got, I ended up buying this. I show you like big Pat LaFontaine fan growing up. I got a old school buffalo sabers that sucker is pretty man yeah see i'm a i'm a fan same i'm a fan of the old sabers stuff i actually really like their newer gear too yeah it's and and uh for those like local people like where we're from here in uh 
in Hampton Roads, it's, it was the Admiral's colors, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the old school jersey. And I did that for a while. And I, I ended up getting like, I think I had a Eddie Westfall Bruins jersey. I had and I and I ended up, believe it or not, I, and I don't do this often with my gear. I parted ways. I've sold <gasps> so many of those jerseys because when I would wear them, people would come up to me in stores and be like, oh, man, I'm from Buffalo. Oh, man, yeah. I'm from Boston, dude. I love Boston. And I'd be like, dude, I'm an Islander fan. And then and then I would be like, am I, though? What, what am I wearing this shit for? And I felt so guilty. Yeah. I felt so guilty that I was like, I'm just selling all this. But I, I did keep, I did keep, because I love LaFontaine so much, and I love that jersey. I did keep that one. I don't wear it. It just sits in my closet. <laughs> but uh, again, that that's a fun thing to do if you're a fan of a team and you have a team that guys leave all the time. <laughs> you miss them, so you go like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go and get, uh, you know, like at, at one time I had a Roberto Lalongo Vancouver jersey. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just, it was just fun. It was a fun thing to do, and it was a cool thing to be able to go out and buy, you know, lots of new gear. Unless, of course, they go to the Rangers, in which case. Right. <laughs> oh, I've never, I've never even, I don't think I've ever even touched anything New York Rangers. You can't. You believe, can't. Believe no. it or not. No, yeah. It's, it's, it'd it's, be like me touching penguin shit. You can't. It's blasphemy. <laughs> Straight it's blasphemy. To, it's total. It's total blasphemy. And I heard if you touch anything penguin, somebody racks you in the nuts from behind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so... For years, you know, we had those weird looking jerseys. Of course, you know, the originals were pretty beautiful. And then we switched, which were a really like, I, I love this jersey. And they went away from the royal blue. A lot of teams were, if you recall, going darker. Yep. There were mm -hmm. a lot of blacks, a lot of hard navy blues. I know the Edmonton Oilers did it with their jersey. Mm -hmm. And then they, they did this one. Ooh, yep. This is uh, Michael Pekka, who, Michael who Pekka. was a part of the New York Islanders run in like you know 2000 2002 and uh you know we got we signed him from buffalo when yashin came over oh i, yep. I got rid of my yashin jersey too. i forgot That's all about that. yashin is there a di pietro in there there is yes Actually, yes yes <laughs> i kept i kept it i was gonna get rid of it and then i ended up uh i ended up keeping it guys when we say he has so like a pile so, of stuff just to it's... say i was so excited that pekka came over because he's, he's just another like all-around great player yeah working guy Here's Ooh, the pumpkin jerseys yep. that they, they came out with, and I got that, a Michael Pekka for that one. I don't Halloween, hate that. Halloween's coming. It was a third jersey that they wore in oh, 2000. Mid-2000s, if I remember Maybe correctly. Two, yeah, yeah. And uh, they didn't wear it very long. But I like to have at least one of... One of all each. Of their, yep. All of their jerseys. Hell yeah. I don't like so. Let's talk. Since you brought up a third, what do you think about people going way out of the way to make? A, a lot of times, you you mentioned before going to the black thirds. I, I, I mean, I don't like. I don't like when they push the boundaries a little too much. Yeah. I don't mind. You know, I don't mind taking a chance. Every now and again, like I like the Islanders third jersey now. I, I think I buried it, but it's uh, not. I mean, it's here. I, I like it, but I think it's buried under all the other jerseys right now. <laughs> just the simple NY, you know, it's like peeling something from the original logo out, keeping it there, keeping it familiar, keeping the same colors. 
you know, sometimes when they go to these these weird where it doesn't even look like your team anymore, mm-hmm. these weird, yeah. like awful jerseys where it's like, who is that? I don't even know who that is. If I didn't recognize the player, I wouldn't know who that is. Right. And I and I hate that because at the end of the day, it's not about looking at the player and going like, oh, that's our team. No, our team is this is our team. You wear that crest proudly. And I, I really believe that like the pumpkin jersey is OK because it has the crest and they didn't shy away but you know like if you want to make a shade darker or a shade lighter whatever it is but don't go too far to where you're unrecognizable to your fans yeah mike you mentioned the black alternates and i've got to ask you because it's funny when before we before we started today i said to Mm -hmm. justin i said you know the Gordon Fishermans aren't even my least favorite Islanders jerseys of all time. Again, like you had said, over the years, they kind of they right. don't look nearly as bad as I remember them. What are your thoughts on the, the black Islanders alternates? They had them a couple years ago before Tavares left. Yeah, yeah the Brooklyn ones. I yeah. had a Tavares um, black one, which I sold on Poshmark. Okay. For $45. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, because there's always somebody willing to wear a hockey jersey just to wear it. Yeah. And I I just decided that I'm never going to wear this again, ever. I can't peel the the numbers off it. I can't turn the numbers into another player because it's not not a classic jersey. I I didn't – I got – I get what they were doing, Brooklyn – Brooklyn right. Nets mm-hmm. trying to create some kind of bond between the whole thing. But, you know, it didn't feel right. I got one because I wanted to have one, but I was also very happy to sell it. And believe it or not, that's the one jersey in my collection that I don't have anymore. Oh. Like I have a jersey, the old jersey with the orange numbers. Um, I have, all, I mean, all of them, but that's the one I was just like, ah. You know, I'm never going to wear it again and I'm never going to rebuy it. Right. So say la vie. It's gone now. And that and that's OK. <laughs> it, it, it just didn't you know, it just didn't feel right. I still have, believe it or not. I, I don't know. It's here somewhere. My 91 white Tavares jersey. And I kept it because what I plan on doing with it and I've wanted to do it for a really long time. I'm going to take it to the nice lady up the street. Where, who does the tailoring in my neighborhood, and I'm going to have her pick the name off, and then I'm going to have her stitch Butch Goring, our original 91, okay. who you know we traded for right before we won all four Stanley Cups, and they <laughs> yep. just retired his number this year. And I was like, how do we, how do we not pay homage to Butchie? And he's yeah. our Islanders color guy right now, and he's like, it's like having Bob Euchre. He's wild up there he's an old school <laughs> color guy just says dumb shit it's awesome i love him and uh, i'm gonna get i'm gonna get the Tavares peeled off that jersey because it's still the, like the the original royal blue and i'll put put scoring on it but uh yeah so but the black one i didn't need anymore 91 it's just it's done it's done now yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna go if you're gonna if you're gonna get if you're gonna go to a tailor you can never go wrong showing love to Butch Goring. Now, oh. there's – you've got a ton of gear. We've seen it, okay? And it, it looked – A little bit. You've got – so there's there's got to be some obscure ones in there. You mentioned Brian Berard. I've got – just off top of my – I've got a Daniel Carcillo Flyers jersey. There's a lot of shit in there I'm not proud that I spent money on. If I were to say right. to you, your most obscure 
sweater in your collection. Is there anyone, is there a deeper dive than a Brian Berard in there? Yes, there probably is. I um, I still have some stuff in the in the garage. Okay. But like, here's a great <laughs> example of, you know, hanging on to a jersey, a player you really liked, and you have to. So like, all right, here's my there again another weird Islander jersey, my Kyle Oposo. Here's the white. See, Ooh. like, remember when they did that? The Reebok the Edge. On the yeah, front yeah. It's just kind of a weird weird feeling jersey it was when <laughs> doug Waite was still playing and billy garen was our captain yep. and kyle Oposo was kind of our up-and-coming star player but we were never really sure so i like i kept that and then i have the dipietro in blue okay. in this jersey which i i decided to keep because i want to have a piece of that but i i do have handy i do have handy um some t-shirts and i have some uh old school hats that I would love to show you. Yes, yes let's do They're it. Really, really fun. In- and um, so we're going to start, we'll start with uh, some of these like 90s caps. Ooh, oh, see, dude. Like, you see some of these like old school <laughs> 1990s. Like uh, the we'll cursive writing. There oh, it is. God. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I saw this on eBay. Go, uh, and I, I, you know, people could ask for what they want on eBay. It doesn't mean anybody's going to pay, but for uh, $799. Jesus. I'll be, happy, I'll be happy to sell it for five if anybody would like to buy it. <laughs> right. i be happy to, to part with it. And then I also look at this thing from early 80s. Okay. Now right there, here. Yeah, hell yeah. Trucker look, caps. Look at this. It's like the mesh. Staying together, somewhat screen printed. Um, this one I love a lot, and I'm not sure what year this is from. It's a pro star made hat, one size fits all. It's a corduroy <laughs> New York Islanders hat. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> corduroy, boys. Corduroy. There was a brief time where they were doing that. I had I one. I remember that vaguely, yeah. I don't remember the team, though. I, don't I definitely either, have yeah. one. I remember corduroy hats were a thing for a little bit. It was because, like a blip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to say it was like late 70s, early 80s. Uh, this one's an autographed one from 95. Oh, it's got to have and the fisherman on it, This though. is actually <laughs> gifted to me by my, uh, this is one of those, I think, Logo 7. Remember those things? Yeah. Um, yeah, by my uh, little cousin Jimmy, who was grew up an Islander fan, then became a Ranger fan. Much what? Much oh, Ranger. that Judas. And now, uh, yeah, yeah. And now I dislike him a lot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I love him. I love him. <laughs> Um, this is one of my favorites because this is one I've worn for a really long time, and it stayed very. Oh, I yeah. love I those actually, hats, man! Yeah, like this is the old school. I think it's late '80s. I'm not sure, but looks like the draft hats. Oh yeah, very cool. And what I like to do with them too, for those of you crazy gear people, is I like to put these mm. things. Yep. Like when you buy a new hat. Usually these things come in there, and I take them out of the new hat that's worthless, and I put it into the old hats just to keep them like look at the, the keep the form. That's Yo, good. Form. That is a it's good idea. It's still super. I mean, you could still rock that hat, but I you can't do it all the time. Like this stuff right. has to be taken out for special occasions. <laughs> so you know. So what what would be said special occasion for one of those? Do you think? Uh, definitely what just happened. You know, mm-hmm. Big playoff runs, things like that. Special nights, jersey retirements, uh, and you know it's very rare to walk around a city where 
you know, people barely watch hockey, let alone know who the New York Islanders right. are. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you walk around with it, it just gets you pumped for the day. Mm-hmm. You're excited for the night, and it keeps you present yes. in your complete day without going like, I'm just thinking about tonight. No, you're excited. I got my jersey on. I'm excited. The whole day is fun. Because yep. really, a great sporting event is not just about the event itself. It's about everything around it. It's mm-hmm. about what are you having for dinner? Who are you having over? Do you have your lucky jersey on? I wore the same fucking socks yes. the entire yes. time. I have a I, I have a friend that wore the same underwear, the same shirt. It's just, you know, you you rally around these silly little things because ultimately we have no control right. over how many goals Andrews Lee is gonna score <laughs> or is Matt Barzell gonna get five assists tonight. We have no fucking control over any of it. We like to think we do. Oh hell and yeah. Just by wearing our lucky shit, there's there's a little bit of like there's a little bit of comfort in the fact of wearing your lucky gear. There is. And I'm very much a superstitious bastard myself. But you know what happens if, if you go out and you take an L in a game seven and you don't wear your lucky your lucky drawers or your lucky jersey or whatever, you're and, and, and say you lose game seven, you're not gonna be able to fucking sleep that night. You're not gonna forgive yourself. Your fault. It's right. your own fault. I didn't wear the damn jersey. You know, and you, and you, you'll never live that down. Your entire yep. life is fucking ruined because you didn't wear <laughs> yep. the underwear. You didn't wear the socks. You didn't yep. wear that jersey. You didn't put that hat on the right way. The whole thing. You didn't dress your kids up the way you should have dressed them yep. up for the game. I mean, I, look at this. Oh, boy. Look at this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Well, you know, I've got yeah. to, have to confess something. No, this is my kids. This is my <laughs> girls. I have two daughters. And uh, this pink jersey has been worn by my oldest daughter, Marie, who's now 15. Holy cow. Who has stolen my number 13 Matt Barzell jersey because she loves him. I mean, obviously, he's the most handsome player in all of sports. <laughs> and now my little one wears this. And sadly, this is probably the last year she's going to wear it. She's nine. Oh, she's no. grown out of this one a little bit. So um, it looks like dad has to probably go buy a bunch of new jerseys. Oh, well, I but mean, like, these are the these are the fun things. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, and, and there's some gear that I don't even have in here because it's been confiscated <laughs> by my kids. Like I have Islander sweatshirts that, you know, every teenage kid, if they saw in a thrift store right now, they would buy for two bucks and wear to school and that's what my daughter's doing she's literally wearing all of my islander oversized sweatshirts so um how how does that feel though that that you've passed that on to your kids like from here in virginia like the fact that they're islanders fans there's a lot of guilt (laughs) (laughs) no it's the best it's the best and i think um what i've loved the most is you know my daughter Marie, now old enough to really get what's going on, to be downstairs and watching the games with myself and my stepdad, VIP Frankie D. VIP. And uh, VIP, you know VIP Frankie D. So um, that that's the coolest thing. You know, I, I have a video, you know, I was drinking during this one, the game seven and the double overtimes and all that kind of stuff. And the win, the you know, some of the big wins of us just losing our shit. And Stanley Cup, no Stanley Cup. I'm gonna look back at that stuff in 20 years and go, yeah, God, what a, what a fun thing. Because what I've learned, I think, about sports as I've gotten older, is to kind of like, I don't know, 
yes, I want to win the Stanley Cup. Yes, I want the Islanders to, to be the best. But it's the camaraderie of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fans and the family and what it means. I mean, you know, my stepdad and I have like the best stepdad in the entire world. When I first met him, he's a postal worker and he was like uh, 10 years younger than my mom. And my mom picked him up to drive him to work. Don't worry. He was like 20 something at the time, but he was like having a big brother. And he first got in the car. First question he asked me, I swear to God. So are you an Islander fan or a Ranger fan? <laughs> I said, uh, I'm an Islander fan. I'm a big Islander fan. He's like, well, good. We're going to get along. And, uh, and that was the toughest he ever was in my entire life to me. And we've watched every all this stuff together. And it's such a great it's such a great way to bond. And, yes. you know. I don't want to say detached from the world. It's not. It's not it. But it's really finding little things to be excited about, especially in like really weird times. And and those those relationships and those memories and those friendships are, are forever. And that's that's the best part to me about the New York Islanders and representing the New York Islanders and having all this shit, more shit than I even <laughs> care. Like I don't even want to clean. This is ridiculous. I have to clean this stuff up. Um, but yeah, it's 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 so fucking cool, guys. And and you guys are big sports fans, so you know. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's not mm-hmm. about bragging that we won. It's not about uh, you know talking shit or any of that. I'm done with that. Right. Like karmically, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> right. Right. Anything to any fans. It's like, right. You know, I've had so much shit talk to me, and I was just like, okay, good luck. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'm just done with that, that part of my, my sports fan existence. You uh-huh. know? Yep. So so let's let's wind it up, well, at this point, back to day one, or okay. wind it forward to day one of next season. What are What's your go-to gear for, for day one of Islander season? I think probably from now – Till then, I'll be making a decision on a new jersey. I want to have a new jersey for the new season. I, I'm, I'm kind of toggling between a couple of different guys. I like uh, JG Pajot, who we got in the trade deadline this year, who yep. was amazing for us. Um, you know, and then I'm looking at at some of these young guys. I, I have to get a new. I want to get a new uh, white Islander jersey with somebody new on it so like Pajot's up there uh well, I mean I, I just got an, and- an Anders Lee which I wore for the game seven the game seven <laughs> I it, it was wild because that's the last jersey I bought and uh and I love our captain so much because he's a real like heart and soul guy yeah and he loves being a part of the team and he loves being an Islander and he kind of knows what it means and uh so I was like I gotta get a I gotta get a Lee jersey so I got a Lee jersey, and they, they only had it in a small. So I got a small, and it's, it's like tight as fucking jersey on me. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's, so I wear it when I want to ha- like be sexy during the hockey game. <laughs> 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 no, it's, so, yeah, like next year, I'll probably be looking ahead. I definitely want to get a new, a new white Islander jersey to be determined on, uh, on who I'm going to get. I mean, if you look over here, I mean, I want you to look at this. I still have the so t-shirts, much, I have yes. so many hats. You got, you know, you got your Irish, the St. Patty's, hell Irish yeah, hell hat. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, I don't know if you guys do this too. When you go out and buy other things, you always try to get the color coordination, yes, sir, of your team mm-hmm. because I don't often like to 
wear a hat and a jersey or a T-shirt and the hat. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not on the fucking team. So <laughs> what, what, I, what I'll do is, like, for example, I went and saw the Avid Brothers, and I saw this hat. And I was like, orange, blue, yep. white. This would match with the New York Islanders. Uh. And, and that's how I go about when I, when I buy things, too. It has to have that <laughs> same. So like the same thing would work. Like this would work for the Mets. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yep. Perfect. Edmonton Oilers fans. Same kind of same, thing. Same. If you find that color combination. I mean, I have dress shirts with that color combination just in case. Like I got to go somewhere fancy and make it home for a game. I just throw the hat on to go. With the shirt <laughs> and boom, we're off to the races. All right. So here comes the tough question. You got right. one, one choice. What is your favorite Islanders gear of all time? Oh, God. It's, um, I, I have, it's, I don't know, I don't even know where it, it's, it's here in my closet. I have an Islander jersey that I wore when I was a kid. It's a blue Islander jersey, and it's been worn out so much from, playing street hockey in it oh no real ice hockey in it watching games in it holes in the holes in the sleeves everything um it's been washed so much that like the the crest isn't flat anymore it's like waving yeah it's a blue it's a blue islander jersey i think it's a mylek or something like that and um it has no no number on it no name it's just the jersey i wore the most when i was a kid because you know you didn't have when you're an adult, you just go buy shit. When you're yeah. a kid, it's like, this is it. This, this is, is it. my jersey. <laughs> this is the and one. that was, yeah, that was my jersey. And I, I wore it all the time. And I remember probably the last time I wore it was maybe 2000, um, 2001, like that, that kind of time, you know, where we were uh, starting to make the playoffs again, but never really went anywhere with it. And it just sits, it sits in my closet with uh with all that stuff other, <laughs> with everything else which I, I, again like my closet is so much room now it's for regular people clothes <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy but it is it is uh it is so much fun and uh and again i i i love this team for so many reasons and i and i love the gear and i and i thank god i love a team that has a pretty fantastic color scheme and right. logo and also a lot of options when you need to mix up your game. Hence, this fucking thing. But, you know, again, <laughs> everything comes back around. That's right. And it does. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. But we were still, that was it. We were still fans. We still stuck with it. Yep. And the fucking Ranger fans were chanting, we want fish sticks. <laughs> you know, which sucked. It sucked because we couldn't really yell 1940 anymore back. To right. Them. That was a really that was a really tough time. And that was a big test as an Islander fan. And if you if you were in that that time frame and you made it through that test, God bless you. And you're here now and you deserve you deserve everything. That's, you deserve everything. You deserve yeah. any orgies with beautiful people. <laughs> if you made it through the Gordon's Fisherman, yes, you yes. absolutely deserve Hell it. Yeah. So yeah. let's do like yeah, just a, a quick fan profile. So let's walk through your, your other sports and, and favorite gear from them. So in the, okay, cool. In the NFL, 
Uh, the Giants, which uh, I haven't been watching a lot of football. Um, just I haven't been as into it. It's been crazy. But I, I have an Eli Manning jersey. I have an old school Lawrence Taylor jersey, which I never wear because I don't want to be shamed. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I like I love Eli. And Eli's, uh, you know, what's great about Eli Manning. The guy won two fucking Super Bowls at a time where. The, those teams really should not have won Super Bowls. Yep. And it was, and those are those are the kind of stories which makes sports great and and people great, like the human spirit great. That guy has an unbelievable spirit, Eli Manning. He knew he wasn't better than his brother. He knew he was in the shadow of his brother. He knew he, you know what, like guys that were drafted around him, the Roethlisberger and uh, Rivers, those. They were the better quarterbacks, but that motherfucker found a way. And I don't yep. care if it was luck, whatever it was, he found a way to win. And he and I don't care if you win two Super Bowls in however long your career is, or or none. I mean, this fucking guy did it, and he and God bless him. And and it wasn't pretty when he lost, but how do you put a guy like that out of your heart? You know what Seriously. I mean? Yeah. So I have my my giant stuff there. I actually got gifted a Saquon Barkley jersey. Yeah, whatever. What it. It's a little big on me. So whatever. Uh, I also I watch a ton of soccer, and I have a a boatload of Liverpool gear. That's I'm right, you're talking, Liverpool. And I can go through that on another day. <laughs> but I have like the Carl's the Carlsberg uh, jerseys, and I mean all that all that kind of stuff too. So a um, lot of fun. And the the great part about soccer is they they really they really go at you. Yeah. They change one little fucking thing on every single kit every single year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Liverpool just added a blue stripe. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Where did that come from? <laughs> All right, I'll buy one. All right, I'll buy it. <laughs> Have you seen Man U's new third kit? It's awful. I, but like, yeah, what are, what are those? And the third kits are exactly what we were talking about with hockey when they start to go astray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple of years ago, I bought a Liverpool kit. That was a highlighter yellow, a highlighter yellow. <laughs> I mean, I look like a fucking McDonald's employee from the future. But you bought it. <laughs> they got you. They got you. Highlighter yellow and red. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this one. What about in baseball? In what? Baseball. I uh, I was I grew up a Yankees fan. Uh, I I have one. I know, I know. But I have one Yankee shirt left. It's just an old vintage. I've had it for a really, really long time. And I loved watching baseball, and I loved watching the Yankees up until they became the Yankees everybody knows now. Yeah, I, I don't get watch, that. I don't watch a lot anymore because I think when that happens is it, it takes the fun, it takes the excitement out of these are our guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when your team... When the guys on your team come from, become somebody, they're from somebody else. They're somebody else's guys, mm -hmm. and we just happen to get them. That's not a fun way to win. It's no. one thing to add a guy into the mix who's the right guy, who fits, and the chemistry and the whole thing. But to bring, to bring in everybody <laughs> from everywhere, <laughs> that's not fun. That's not a fun way to, to win. Right. You know, that's not a fun way to go, like, we're just going to get the best free agent. That's not fun. <laughs> well, and it's it's sad because you guys had Jeter, like arguably one of the best baseball players of all time, right. like classiest yeah. dude. Like it, it, he's the one Yankee I can't hate. Like you can't hate mm. Derek Jeter. 
and you don't build around him. You you buy yeah all the parts yeah. around him. That is just bizarre. What what breaks your heart is when you got a guy like Derek Jeter, and you know you go out and you get Alex Rodriguez and you put Alex Rodriguez at third base. And you go, oh, we're going to let you keep shortstop. But here's our star player now. And it's like, wait a minute. You just you don't you just don't do that. He's you the don't captain. Do that. I mean, you're going to eventually get a player who's better than Derek Jeter. But overall leadership, the whole thing, you got to put all the intangibles in there. Yep. Not just like what people can do with skill. You guys have watched sports enough to know. We know plenty of guys with skill who do jack shit yeah, when it yeah. comes down to, you know, the brass tacks, when it comes down to let, let's, let's win, let's find a way to win. And guy like Jeter, you know, a lot of those Yankee teams, I don't think without Jeter grounding a lot of those guys, that team doesn't win the way they won. You know, you have to have a guy like that, but you know, you got to think too, if, if they, if they did it a different way, yes, you know, it feels good to win, but it feels so much better to win the right way. And you fans know when your team is winning the right way, there's no better feeling in the entire world than opposed to like, well, we got this guy and this guy and this guy. And eh, too bad for you. We have money and you don't. Yeah, it's, right. It's, it's cra- you know, it's crazy. It's a terrible, it's a terrible feeling. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, I did grow up a Yankees fan. I loved the Yankees, but, you know, now I'm... Hmm. <laughs> So, and I, I think this probably goes along the same lines. What about in basketball? I check this out. Hang on a second. Wait right there. Oh, uh oh. Glad I kept this last. We got him. We got him. <laughs> he didn't see this one coming. He did not. We brought the basketball out of the vault oh! on him. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yes. A Walt Frazier. So you got yes. the New York color scheme there, and I don't understand why either the Jets or the Giants didn't adopt the New York color scheme because the Mets gear looks great, the yeah. the Knicks mm-hmm. gear looks great, the Isles gear looks great. Yep. How is there not a football team in with this color scheme? Right. I know. I don't know why the Jets ever did like the green. I I I, I can't even. It it <laughs> blows my mind. Like the Giants, I. You know what giant jerseys I really I just like the simple like the blue and white giant jerseys. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I love that. And the red and white ones are weird to me. They're like, yeah, they were awful. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, it's like Christmas jerseys or something <laughs> like weird candy cane looking jerseys. But yeah, I love uh, and I have a Patrick, a little tiny Patrick Ewing jersey <laughs> as well. That uh, if I wore it, you'd want to fuck me. And <laughs> <laughs> <That's so tight. laughs> those those '90s Knicks though, those they were oh god like. Uh, it was so fun. Like the, so those eight fun. seeds that were that were knocking out the heat. God, I love those Knicks. I love those yeah, Knicks teams. They were they were awesome. They they had they just had a cool vibe about them. And I always say, man, if it wasn't for the fucking Chicago Bulls, that Knicks yep. team would have won some championships. But you know, again, like they they're they're a fond memory. And teams like that are just as fond of memory not winning a mm-hmm. championship yes. than they are winning a championship. We, we were watching uh, during the pandemic, my stepdad and I were watching Knicks Rockets when the Rockets beat the Knicks mm, and, you know, remember seven. the OJ year and all yep. that kind of stuff. And we were looking back at, at the game where the Rockets won. We were like, Jesus Christ, John Starks. Are you, <laughs> I was watching going and John Starks literally hit, I think, two baskets 
that whole game. And I'm watching the replay going like, like he's got to hit this one. He's got to <laughs> hit this one. And he, ne- <laughs> he never does. And they never took him out of the game. I'm going, he's not hit a fucking shot in 50 minutes. <laughs> he's not hit anything. And they just kept going to him. As if he's going to miraculously, and he kept, the ball kept getting further away from the basket, <laughs> as opposed to, like, off the backboard. I mean, the motherfucker threw it into the loge at one point, <laughs> taking a three. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I don't even remember but who yeah, the backup I mean, it, two was. But, but it was fun to watch. I was like, going like, Jesus Christ, what a, what a moment, what a moment in time. Right. You know? They took what him to seven. time that was. They took and, him to seven. Cool. That's the That's the best part about those games. Uh, yeah, they took him all the way to, to game seven, be, literally the year after Jordan walks away from the game. Yep. And suddenly yeah, the Knicks yeah. are in the finals. Well, yeah. I think at this point our time is coming to a close. I told you it would probably be about an hour, and <laughs> with everything considered, it <laughs> took about two. So. Nah, it's okay, man. I, I really had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, um, when you sent me the reminder, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm really excited. And then my wife got home and was like, I committed to this a while ago. So you're gonna cook, and I'm sorry. Playing, but yeah, no, this is this is really great, and I would uh, again, I'd love to do it again and just kind of talk sports with you guys, and I'll break out a couple of bins, and we'll go through uh, go through some more stuff. Hell that yeah. sounds like a good time. Yeah. Hell yeah! And while it's... I while I got you on the line, I got to get you on deprogrammed, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot like this, but okay. I got you. Uh, me, you, Fredo. Talking okay. kiss. Yeah, I, it'll when be do you fun. Do it at uh, this point. I'm, I'm doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. whatever. I can relate. Uh, I'll I'll hit Go you around up. the world. I'll hit you up because <laughs> I'll walk you through like the how we do the show. It's it's fun. It's it's stupid. Yeah. But Fredo said he could, he could basically pluck his twenty out like now. So I'll hit you up about it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, that'd be yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to. And uh, it's it's fun. It's fun to get to do because you know like. Again, I do, you know, terrestrial, traditional radio. Uh, I, you know, I used again, like I went from doing a rock show to top forty, and you know, now we're doing, you know, we're. Uh, I'm a dad on the air, and I'm yeah. doing my thing, and then on top of that, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of branching out, and I'm just trying to find a little bit of time to sneak in and do things like this. And this was obviously, I mean, I, I won't shut the fuck up. It's so fun, <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> get to do these things. I know it's hard. Justin to get me to actually do them <laughs> because I, I try, I try really hard to just be when I'm home, home, you know? Oh yeah, right. absolutely. Right. I get you. And, yeah. So like this is two hours and there's going to be another fucking two hours cleaning this goddamn room. <laughs> up. And, uh, <laughs> do not blame me for that though. I didn't do no, that. I, I won't. This was, this was really cool to be able to take inventory to see how much money I can make on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff's going nowhere. Uh, last year of Nassau Coliseum, guys. This the is rock it. Yes. Nice. The final year. The, the, the rock the barn hat. Hell yeah. You see some dust on it. My in- the thing. You still got the insert, though. That's right. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's still in there. And, uh, you know, one more year, and then we're moving to Belmont. And uh, hopefully we'll have fans in there in the next couple of years, and we'll get through all this all this shit. So. Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah. Thank you, boys, so much. This was so much fun. It was great Hell to yeah, see your Mike, face, I friend. appreciate you, man. Thanks again. I love you. And tell the family I said too. hello. I will. I will. Absolutely. You too. Have a good night. Love you guys. Bye, Peace. brother. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Powers.
and boy, oh boy, did he fucking deliver. Didn't he? And it's it's weird because I came into this still with a little bit of saltiness about the Islanders. Uh-huh. Don't even hate him anymore. We just did an hour on Isles Don't gear even. pretty much. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. The moment he brought out, because we had video here, kids, the moment, because I, I love the obscure player shit. Oh, yeah. The moment he pulled out the Brian Berard sweater, I went, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is going to be fun. So so great. Yeah, it, and if you want to see he he texted me a picture of his pile of stuff. If you want to see that, it's up in the Gear Freaks Discord. So you have to join the Discord, folks. I'll share the link out, but uh you got to do it. And uh we still have one more to do today, so maybe we should uh we do. We, we do. <laughs> give it give it the old wrap up. Uh but Tremendous. Uh, thank you, Mike, so much for being so generous with your time. Absolutely. And, uh, and cr- crushing it as our first guest. So great. So great, dude. I, I can't wait to have him back and, and go through more gear with him. Hell that yeah. was a fucking blast, dude. Yeah. And sorry for anybody who has to follow it. The, the bar has been set really fucking high. Yep. Super high. So bring it. So bring it. We want to see, dig out your closet. We want to see all the gear. Every, that was great. Everything. Everything. But uh, if, if you uh, dug what you heard, do us a favor, hit like, subscribe, you know, rate, comment, all that stuff of sharing is caring. Yes. And uh, we'd love to get the word out about our show. And uh, also you can hit us up on at Gear Freaks Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. And with that, we will talk to you next week. Suckers! Suckers!